0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Gold Podcast. My name is Nicole DeVincentis. I'm the hostess, your coach, and actually the founder of this Academy of Awesomeness. It's fantastic to have you here with us today. Thank you for joining us. We've got some great, great, great coaching concepts for you today, and we're going to open with a statement, and the statement is this, if you want a wound to heal, there's times when you have to stop touching it. Ooh, okay. Now, straight up, I actually am a registered nurse. I come from a nursing background. And so when I was writing this, I thought to myself, you know what? There's times when you stop touching the wound, but then there's times when you have to get in there and you have to do what's called debreeding. And you have to like, I'll, I'll spare you like the gory details, but what you really have to do is you have to consistently like make sure that you're pulling junk out of the wound, like we're putting stuffing bandages in there, we're taking it out. It's called debreeding. And what you're doing is you're actually facilitating like cell turnover, and you're pulling infection out. And that's what actually fosters rapid growth for a particular type of wounds. But there's other type of wounds where the more you touch it, the more you manipulate it, the longer the healing process is actually delayed. And i have actually found, personally, And working with individuals professionally, when it comes to wounds on your life, if you would, there's times when you need to stop touching that thing. And here's what I'm going to say before we progress. There's three phases of healing. And I think with any sort of healing, it always starts with recognition right? Like recognizing that there's a problem, this is your Houston, we have a problem moment, your anvil on the head moment, and accepting that it is a problem, you got to do something about it. Okay, and then you transition into more of what would be considered what I consider anyway, to be acute care. Like there's healing that is required before you can move forward there's some things that need to be addressed there's some things that need to be handled and you can't always move into the healing phase and again this is going to apply to to like relationships any area of your life so while things are still like heated and volatile like the the healing doesn't always take place during then most times, what you need to do is you need some nourishment and you need to, you know, let whether this is emotions or that volatility settle, or post up and make sure that you're the one that's actually causing that chaos or unrest. Like you're doing something about it, like you're putting your anchor leg down, and the chaos and the drama and the BS is stopping with you. Okay, so that's like acute. Then we transition and we move into and this. Starts with the decision. Okay, now we're ultimately ready to begin the rebuild phase that goes along with the healing. Okay, so like three, three steps, if you would. Now it'd be nice if there was a, a dedicated timeline that you could assign to all of this but everybody is at different places everybody's growing at a different rate and everybody has different junk okay so i'm not sure what brings you on to today's podcast what i mean by that is people coach and train with us for a variety of different reasons personally professionally whether this is financial issues, this is relationship issues, this is health and fitness issues, spiritual issues, this is you know your purpose, your contribution to the world, like whatever brings you onto this podcast. I know that you're here for good reason because you're looking for a change. And one of the things that was wildly important as I started this academy, and, and this is several years ago, the time that I'm recording this podcast, this is August of 2019. I'll tell you that this is really my life's work, like cumulative up to this point. But when I really started moving everything that was inside of me into an online format, we're talking, this is, it's got kind of, see, 2014 probably even before 2014, was this 2012, maybe I started this, I mean, so th- I've been at this for a long time. But even, you know, even during the very beginning times when I was coaching people off of electronic uh, platform, it's wildly important that whatever brought you here is that you receive to the best of my knowledge and to the best of my ability, concrete information, concrete coaching things that are rooted in truth, because as I was moving along my phases of healing personally and then professionally, believe it or not, I found that, you know, there's a lot of information online. There's a lot of information, podcasts, blah, 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 blah. But some of the stuff that was coming forth that I was listening to was blatantly wrong. And I thought to myself, well, I know this is wrong, but what if somebody didn't know that this was wrong? And now they're going to go changing the direction of their life or whatever, handling the relationships in a particular way or handling their money in a particular way or establishing a work ethic in a particular way that's like it's a lie, like it's false, it's blatantly wrong. And it's not going to lead them in the right direction. Now, five years down the road, 20 years down the road, like it's rooted in I don't even know and like total BS. And so I did a lot of homework to make sure that when you decided to drop into this podcast, Or you're in our website, which is being built right now to become more interactive and give you some powerful coaching, because let's face it, like... I'm your coach, and I'm the one that you call when you are ready to move forward. However, you don't always have 24-7 access to me, and sometimes you can't wait until, you know, whatever time of day it is, you know, for me to see that, that you're trying to get in touch with me, you know, my team collaborate, like everything that goes into, you know, establishing a coaching relationship is that point of contact. But I mean, if this is like three o'clock in the morning, and you need some now coaching, like there's plenty of stuff on our website and in this podcast to get you going. Right. And I wanted to be sure that when you were here, this was a safe place for you to be. This was a BS free place for you to be. And by BS free, I don't mean like we just sit around and blow sunshine up your butt and tell you how awesome you are so that you come out feeling, you know, always happy and good about yourself. What I mean by that is that for for everything that you do, there's always like like a bookends to it right there's the encouraging uplifting aspect of our academy but there's also what we call an iron sharpens iron version of our academy that the things that we deliver to you are 100% delivered to you with love but there has to be with love there also has to be truth right? So whether we're talking about relationships, and we're talking about the importance of your inner circle, this is an example, and then we'll get into more about we're talking about um, wound healing, is that when you're going through common culture will tell you to cut everybody out of your life. And nowhere in there does it discuss your personal responsibilities in a relationship, it doesn't talk anything about forgiveness, about communication, about reconciliation of a relationship after conflict, doesn't talk about conflict resolution at all. It just talks about if the person pisses you off, just like, just like cut them out. What I mean by like BS free is that it's there's truth, like it's just clean. And you don't have, let's say, people in your life who come in and need to stir the pot with a bunch of BS and they drag in all kinds of drama and hate and jealousy and envy and egoism. But it's just like the relationship is based 100% on what we call agape love, which is unconditional love. But you have to learn what that even means. What does agape love, unconditional love mean? What does it not mean? So as I was going through this, I'm going to tell you, (laughs) life is just so weird, is that what started out for me as being just looking back, I felt it was like a very basic personal development Sort of initiative, you know, on how to assist individuals on meeting their goals and becoming people of action and taking congruent, consistent action repeatedly to achieve their goals has gone so much deeper. And in order to really support you and give you that truthful training, I myself had to go deep, deep, deep into training and find out what different truths were. And everything in our academy, I'm going to tell you straight up, um, comes from truths that I actually found in the Bible. And it's I'll, I'm laughing only because that was like out of left field for me. Like I was raised in a catholic family and you know we have like certain religious practices but the one thing that was always lacking for me was really looking back right i didn't know this at the time i didn't know who god was i did not have a relationship with god and actually never even considered having a relationship with him it was just more so be a good person so that you can do good stuff so that you don't go to hell Like, that was pretty much it. And I didn't, we had biblical teaching, but it wasn't ever really applied to our life. And, you know, teachings, I think, in the Catholic faith have come a long way. But it wasn't until I stepped outside of those parameters and sought out some solid biblical teaching. And that even that was something that came about kind of unintentionally. It kind of caught me by surprise uh, after I overheard a radio program, just as I was like flipping randomly through radio stations. And it made so much sense to me that it opened up this whole new path. And what I was able to learn were all of the things in my life that I had major questions about that I didn't know where to get the right answers to. Some of those things are about how a woman of today should conduct herself. And I don't mean like prim and proper. Like I honestly mean a woman of today, a working woman of today who also has family responsibilities. Who, who are we supposed to emulate? Like you look, are we supposed to be modeling after and not just for grown women like myself, but younger women, who are we supposed to hold up as a role model for us so that we you know, are obviously working women, but how do we manage to remain in our femininity and uphold the responsibilities that we have with women? How do we, how do we embark and engage in a intimate relationship with a man when perhaps you've come, as I have, a long road of being a hundred percent independent? And now you're bringing that relationship together and, You know, how how does that the head of the family with the man like how I had to learn that I had to find out where do I go for that? Because all the teachings that I was reading about was all about alpha women. And it didn't rest right with my DNA. I <laughs> also had to learn a lot about money. Um, in terms of what does the Bible actually say about money? Like what does God, this was important to me. It was important to the people that I was coaching because that what I was finding is, you know, you attract what you are, and people that I'm that I coach share a similar heart to mine. And what I mean by that, not everybody walks a straight line. I've coached some individuals who come from some really, really, really rough backgrounds. People who have, <laughs> they've had some interesting interfaces with the law and have had some pretty dark, you know, pasts and, you know, come from places where, you know, they're kind of just like shut down. Like it, it spans and at high level producers at that as well. So like the spectrum is wide, but I had to learn, like everybody had the same questions as me. And so for me to have like a biblical basis, and I'm telling you why I fit like the Bible is truth for me is that no matter what angle I tried to disprove it, I couldn't. And it honestly rested so easily inside of my heart that I view it as truth. Like I just, I can't you can't disprove it. It is. And the more I started aligning myself personally and the things that I was doing, not that I am perfect by any stretch of my guardian angel can surely attest to that, but the more I intentionally started aligning my life habits with what was outlined in the Bible, the more beautiful my life actually became, the less chaotic my life actually became, the more internal peace I I actually had no matter how high of a stress or how many stressors there actually were in my life. And coming from an emergency background, like I know my tolerance for pressure and high pressure situations is immense. But professional dealings is one thing, personal dealings are another. And using the coaching program that I have developed, it it helped me heal from some really, really, really deep-seated wounds that had to have course correction in order for me to be able to show up for you as the best coach and to be able to continue (laughs) what I'm going to call is straight up a freaking gift as a healer and allow you to take on a new perspective allow you to step back into your power and make moves and move forward powerfully no matter what has happened to you no matter what you have done no matter how shitty, excuse my language, things may be right now, how shitty they may have been, whatever it is like transformation gold. It, I, this was actually a book founded by my uh, written by my brother is a coaching methodology. And I've taken <laughs> as a, he's got great ideas, this <laughs> stuff and leveled it up a little bit to form an academy to assist in your personal and professional transformation. I mean, we believe 100% that people, you, can live a very fit and full and prosperous life like every day and in every way. But in order for that to happen again, everything's got to be based on truth. And we have to have like every single corner in the light and shining lights on this to give you to be a beacon for you and assist you with permanent change. So that's like a lot of information, just like dropping loudly on you to support, you know, the opening of our podcast here, which is if you want a wound to heal, you know, there's times when you have to stop touching it. And I will be the first to tell you that I did this. If you were to listen to this podcast, so I think we're probably, we're somewhere between I think we're close to 130 episodes on this podcast right now, and if you were to listen to the first few, probably the first 100, (laughs) this platform has come a long way. When I first started podcasting, the podcast segments were only allowed to be five minutes in duration, so I think like the first five or ten are so short, but that was the time limit. And then shortly thereafter, they expanded the time to be just, I think it's like 59... minutes and 59 seconds. It's not quite 60 minutes. And so along that time, I was practicing. It's like my rough copy of everything that I'm coaching and training on today. And you'll hear in my voice. And for me, it was largely a part of my not touching the wound. Whereas I said, I come from a nursing background. I knew I was not going to be a clinical nurse forever. Like it was not going to be a long term strategy for me. The biggest question was, what am I going to do after this, right? How am I going to produce money? How am I going to be a contributor to my household? And, or if I remain a single woman, how am I going to be financially the head of a household, not working in my discipline that I went to school for, that I worked my ass through school to pay for, to become like, it was this big giant question. And there, I knew that I loved coaching, and I knew that I loved that. But I, I didn't, I couldn't see the next step all the time. It was something that was always like calling to me, but I didn't have all the information that I needed. I didn't have the same, we call it like money mindset that I have now, and very much a broken money mindset, like who in their right mind, like, I, I'm only used to, you know, used to earning between shit, a couple of years ago, it was just 25 bucks an hour after 20 years of nursing experience, you know, but sometimes as high as 75 bucks an hour as a working clinical nurse, how am I going to be able to charge people a higher fee, even though I had done it in the past? Like, it was this background money dialogue that was con- continuing to haunt me. And it was, like, largely contributing towards things of self-sabotage, where it was just it was a whole thing and as you listen to the podcast episodes if you go back like some of them are good some of them were honest to god like i was just i had so many ideas coming to me and i i had no place to discharge them and i had no place to organize them and oftentimes i was driving in my car and so you can't write and drive at the same time so i started podcasting while i was driving and it really helped me to get those ideas out and when I went back to listen to them because I've got tons of content like all over the place now so I'm in this phase where I'm refining things to make sure that you have solid coaching moving forward is that I heard the same things over and over again like I didn't know what I wanted to do blah blah blah. it was like the same thing and when you're at a point and for me it was so painful I mean, it was painful because I've never been without purpose before. I've never been without direction before. I've never been this long of a time without consistent cash flow. And, you know, that's come to an abrupt halt. But why is because when I was going through some of the harder times financially, what can I say? Like my days, as it pertains to this podcast here, my days were just spent at looking at what I didn't have. I can tell you that. Like everything that I was doing was from a point of what I don't have, focusing on what I don't have. I don't have enough money. And then secondary to that was immense sacrifice. That for me, like coming from my past, you know, we could talk about that a different day, come from very meager, like home home life as a child and have worked since (laughs) as long as I can remember. Um, But I started, you know, I've always supported myself. (laughs) and I think from the time when I was a teenager I had already started I had bought my own car I was paying for my own insurance my own gas like all that stuff I paid for college like the whole nine but then you get to a point I think where you know what am I trying to say here where it's not hard, where when you're responsible, this is what I'm trying to say, when you're responsible for yourself, you're responsible for leading other people, probably a household too. Like for me, it's not hard to go without because for me, having always financed myself, if I don't have the money for it, I'll go without. And I went through like the credit card phase. Like I did that, right? I did that. And then I purchased the house and then I refinanced, like I went through all of the, the unfortunate like bad cycles of, of financial decisions. Um, but again, I didn't have the right information and didn't have anybody in my life. And I'm telling you the stuff that I didn't have because that was part of my healing process. I didn't have anybody who was having financial conversations with me. I pretty much was always like, don't worry about Nick. She's got shit handled. Like everyone was allowed to focus on their own shit and then they called me in when they needed stuff handled and what i found was like for me to jump out of what was a financial pain point and it was always that way even while working as a nurse i was always interested in earning more money but it was like the more money i made i spent more money And I wanted a higher level of lifestyle. And then when I made more money, I got crucified in taxes. And so then that plan wasn't working. And I'm telling you, it was like, it was miserable to have the same conversation all the time. You know, I worked my ass off. I bought a home. And then I got to the point where now I want to put furniture in there. But I don't have enough money to do that. And so for me, one of the gaping wounds was like, this whole financial thing. And part of it was largely because I had the wrong information. (laughs) And when you're in those cycles and you're looking at what you don't have, okay, I don't have, you know, my house totally furnished or I don't have... whatever, like the most comfortable something or, I mean, this could apply to anything. I don't have, maybe for you, it's clothing. Maybe I don't have a, a car or I don't have a relationship. That's another giant pain point, you know, to have a family or whatever, is that when you continuously emphasize what you don't have, okay, that's the same as touching a wound, Okay, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it. And unfortunately, what happens is that just by your thinking and then you're saying it, what happens is that it it impresses that in your mind. When you coach and you train with us, we are so intentional about being an active, intentional I was gonna say guardian, part of it it's guardian. Yeah, guardian of your mind. What you allow into it. The words that you speak, the words that you think, The music you listen to, the people that you listen to, the stuff that you read, the stuff that you see on the news, the stuff that you see on social media, the stuff that you see on TV, your video games, like anything that sends information into your head. We're so protective. We're so adamant that you are protective of it because everything that you say or listen to and continually hear or say or repeat over and over and over again what it does is it sends a message okay here's some advanced coaching for you it sends a programming message to what's called your subconscious mind all right and the subconscious mind if you coach and train with me like you know that this is this is straight up how we roll the subconscious mind is like a super receiver And what it does, okay, so you have your brain, which is actually like the thing inside of your cranium, inside of your skull, you can see it. And then there's your mind, all right? It's like your ability to think and reason and your thought habits and your beliefs and all that stuff, okay? So your subconscious mind is just that, like it's subconscious. Conscious. Your conscious mind is like you're here on this podcast, you know that you're here, you know that you're awake, you know that you're sitting down, etc. etc. The subconscious mind is super super cool because what it does is it actually programs the conscious mind. Now you can use that to the positive or to the negative, but when you have a wound. Okay, financial wound, relational wound, you know, something that happened to you in the past. When you continue to play it over and over and over and over, and again, there's three phases of healing. When you're in that acute healing phase, that's not my gig. Okay, that's when you see a counselor. That's when you get the help that you need. Whatever that counselor is, financial counselor, this is relationship counselor, you know, medical, mental health counselor, whatever it is, like you get that stuff handled. And once you're out of the acute phase, then then you come to me for coaching, right? So that's where we're at here. We talk about the subconscious mind is that you can use that for good. But when you continuously play that thing over and over and over and over again, all it's doing is continuously impressing upon the subconscious mind what you do not have or your pain point. Okay, now here's what's gonna help you to let's we're gonna do something which is called a sidestep. Okay, when you coach and you train with me, like the goal is to shorten the time period between what we call idea, inception, and execution. Meaning you get a thought, you get an idea, and bam, like you're already in action about it. But many times what's lacking in people's ability to actually move forward is lack of information, okay? So what we do in order to be able to empower you to move forward is we do what's called a sidestep okay now a sidestep should never be confused with a back step a sidestep is just that it's stepping to the side one step to the right or to the left (laughs) it's like a dance move to acquire an additional nugget a pearl if you will of information Okay, that's going to enrich your understanding. And then when you take that, now you plug it into the equation of how we're moving forward. And now you're like, ha, yes, now I got it. Okay, so we go deeper with the information and the coaching that we provide to you because a lot of people do superficial tasks, but when it comes to making permanent change in your life, fitness, finance, relationship, your character. All right. You have to ensure that both parts of your brain are speaking the same language. All right? So, let's give an example here. Let's say, you know, people who win the lottery, they suddenly or people who come into like a huge amount of money via inheritance. If you have broke mentality or you do not have the financial habits of an individual who has earned their wealth, How many times have you seen those individuals blow that money and then end up declaring bankruptcy? They're more broke than when they actually got the money to begin with. Okay? Because the subconscious mind and their habits are not in alignment with what has to happen for wealth maintenance and wealth proliferation. They don't know how to use the money to produce more money. They only know how to spend the money. How many of us have been there? Whether you have earned the money via paycheck or you have inherited. Right? Okay. Now that applies to any and every area of your life. So what has to happen is correction of the thought process. But when you're viewing everything from what you don't have, lens of scarcity or whatever disempowering information you're telling yourself or simple repeating the story over and over and over and over and over and over and over 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 again. What it does is it just tells your subconscious mind, this is what's up. And the subconscious mind does not know the difference between fact and fiction. Okay. It doesn't know the difference between fantasy and reality. It literally takes you literally, right? It doesn't understand if you're sarcastic with it. It doesn't understand if you're just joking. Like everything that comes into your mind, this is why it's so wildly important. Like the power of your subconscious mind is huge. It's huge. So when you're ready to move the needle... And shit, when you're ready to like make massive steps forward, like permanent massive steps forward and not revisit your past habits, your past behaviors, or keep on entertaining that same thought over and over and over and over and over again, you've got to become a champion of your words and everything that you allow into your head. And then choosing how you think, choosing how you speak. And to do that in the healing process, oftentimes what you have to do is you have to stop touching the damn wound. Okay, what has to happen? Now, I work with people of all different walks. Okay, when it comes to healing, like there's everybody has shit which completely Fs them up. One point in their life or another is just inevitable. It's called part of being human and interacting with other flawed human beings, <laughs> right? I know, I know. You can go have your your parental talks, you know, about your parents with with somebody else. Like everybody's messed up. Your parents did the best that they could, that they knew at the time. Like just forgiveness and all that. Blah, blah blah. We're ready to move forward. Okay. Or maybe you have messed up like immeasurably you've got to make some repair there, but you're ready to actually course correct and move forward, is that you can't continually visit the same topic over and over and over. Now, how many times have I said that since we started this podcast? Probably like 10. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so here's what it looks like. When you're ready to start healing, the first thing, again, is recognizing that there's a problem, okay? Like, Houston, we have a problem. Second step, handling what we call that acute phase. Third, is a decision to move forward. And that's where it begins, okay? It's the decision to move forward, okay? There's this thing it's causing you a lot of pain, but you're not going to be able to solve the problems using the same mindset that got you here to this point. So the decision to move forward, what's happening now, it's, okay, picture like you have a hat on and you're on a step, okay? For you to move forward, you're taking that hat off, you're putting a new hat on and you're stepping up to a different step, like you're progressing up to a different step. Now you're still kind of the same person, but you're wearing a different hat. Okay, that's like the literal, like physical example, if you would, okay, of stop touching the wound. You're putting a different hat on and now you are up a step. You're up higher, which means you're able to look down at the previous step and all the previous steps up to that point from a higher vantage point. Okay. Which gives you just that. It gives you an advantage because now you're seeing things from a bird's eye view. You're not stuck in it. Right. You've stepped up and out and now you're looking down at your situation from a third person bird's eye view. And now you're able to see like, oh, Maybe it's not as bad as what I thought that it was. Or, holy shit, that was like really bad. And check this out. I'm still standing here. Who's a freaking badass now? <laughs> okay? It's how you're viewing your perce- your perspective and, and your perception of, of what was or what is. The mindset that you used to get you to this point is not going to be the same mindset that is required to move you to the next level and keep you there. That's the other part, right? One thing is the move. Two is is the maintenance. So just like all things, as it pertains to the human body, like the human body heals from the inside out. From top to bottom, and then in the reverse order of what we call symptom onset. Like that's that's how stuff rolls when it comes to human body. Your healing through different phases of your life or things that have happened to you or whatever it is operates the same way. Like you have to heal from the inside out. Okay, what's inside of you, your heart is inside of you, your mind is inside of you, so it's healing from the inside out, from top to bottom, and then in the reverse order of symptom onset. But nowhere in the healing process does it say, keep on touching that wound while the healing is occurring. Okay, so what we do a lot of times when we're doing this sort of this is like what we call transformational life coaching. That's what this honestly is. It's it's you like there's cords which are keeping you stuck internally. We help you to clip those cords so that you can operate free light and in the light rather than feeling constrained and trapped down like you, you can't make moves because of this and then you can't do this because of that and only if this happens will that be able to happen and you get stuck in that mental turmoil and that's what precludes you from taking steps that's what precludes you from championing your goals you know and living that life that you honestly love I mean, at the same time, it also precludes you from being able to handle high levels of pressure, conflict resolution, some of the stuff that you don't necessarily like in life. And we coach and we train you on how to bring that in and champion that as well. And when you come out the other side, like you learn, like (laughs) there's really really isn't as bad as I thought that it was. I just had the wrong information. So here's a couple things to be encouraged about. Okay, if you want a wound to heal, there's times when you have to stop touching it. So great, we stop touching it, but then what? Okay, first thing that you need to know is that growth is an expectation. Personal growth, physical growth, financial growth, relational growth. Growth is the expectation. The second thing that's going to help you is that the body doesn't operate on what's called a bureaucratic time clock. Okay, It doesn't know that you're X number of years old. (laughs) It doesn't know that it's 4 p.m. versus 1 a.m. The body only has what we call cycles and I guess, systems like regulatory systems, all of which are are in line just to keep you alive. Okay, but most of the cycles in your body can be manipulated like a menstrual cycle can be manipulated. Your sleep wake cycle, it can be manipulated and it doesn't matter how old you are. Okay, there's like a couple things that the body runs hard and fast. One is this concept called homeostasis, meaning like you need to have so much potassium in a certain range to keep you alive and not dead, so much oxygen to keep you alive and not dead, so much water to keep you alive and not dead. It needs that. And then in terms of time... It honors something, okay, ready for big words, cellular apoptosis, which means that the cells inside of your body, red blood cells, white blood cells, etc., etc., they're only around for so many days from the time they're born to the time they mature to the time they're released into your body until they actually die. They're only around for a certain period of time. But barring those two things, homeostasis and apoptosis, your body has no idea that you are 50 years old. It has no idea that you're 16 years old. It has no idea that you're 105 years old. It has no idea all right, growth is the expectation. And so long as you have continual goals and things to look forward to and things to continue to step forward to and drive yourself forward, notice the keyword forward, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how badly you screwed up. It's never too late to course correct. You can. It's gonna take time. You can 100% do it. But if you are here listening on this podcast, I'm here to tell you, so long as you have breath in your nostril, I'm going to tell you, like, God's not finished with you yet. There's more work for you to do. And perhaps one of the reasons why you haven't stepped forward yet is you haven't fully embraced your gifts and you haven't maximized your gifts despite your circumstances. Ooh. Okay, right? There's always the catch all. That's at Iron Sharpens Iron Coaching is that shit's gonna happen. They're called storms. And you're always around a storm in your life. You're headed towards one, you're in one, you're coming out of one. There's ebbs and flows. But it's never your circumstances. It's who you are in the face of those circumstances. And again, respect for those individuals that need that acute time to go through the the intensive process of healing. But now again, we're coaching. We're on the outside. We, We spit out from that acute stuff. We're here on the rebuild phase and we work with you to train you on the fundamental truths. Okay, this is this is what's up. And then we also teach you and work with you on how to change your mindset. Because guess what? Once you're back out in the world, quote unquote, you're working, you're in a new relationship, you've moved through the healing phase. The next part, it's just like when birdies leave the nest. The expectation is for those little birdies to actually fly. And not get so overwhelmed that, oh, my God, I got to come back to the little nest. No, you've got to be out there and you've got to be able to navigate and lead yourself. You know, you have to have a a haven, like a safe place for you, your inner circle and that. But there's going to be times when you're by yourself. There's going to be times when the SHIT hits the fan and you may not have anybody available via mobile shout out. You may not have anybody who's there to be with you at some of the darkest times even. That's why your mindset is so exquisitely important. To be able to notice when you're veering off course and be able to snap yourself back into place and say, Oh, I'm moving to, into a wrong spot over here. Let me come back. Okay, let me get back to my habits. How am I viewing this situation? Am I viewing everything from a point of scarcity? What do I not have as opposed to stepping up onto the next step with a new hat and looking at the situation as it really is and focusing on the whole picture rather than that little micro piece that occupies so much of our time and attention. Right, moving forward, you have to acquire knowledge. You've got to develop new skills, new habits. That applies to everything. But when things are frustrating or things are fearful, what happens is they become larger than what they actually seem. Or let me say, let me say that. They become larger than what they actually are. They seem larger than they actually are because you're so hyper-focused on it. And this is kind of an interesting thing, because while you may have, while, let's say like for me, financial goals, for you, relational goals, for you, study goals, work ethic, blah, blah, whatever the thing is, it's this weird kind of bipolar situation where you have to have high sense of awareness of your points of weakness, of your points of vulnerability, I think the goal is to drive the skills and the habits and the results higher, but not press yourself into a corner where you realize, like, God, I suck, or this is never going to get any better, and you end up going down a negative spiral that inhibits your ability to actually move that problem or the project forward. Does that make sense? So awareness, again, that you have a problem, that something is a weakness or a vulnerability is paramount. And you have to be focused on moving that ship forward, not focusing on all of the reasons why this thing will never, ever change and how this person did you wrong and because of this, okay, because it takes you in a downward spiral. So it's it's learning how to do better that having focus on a vulnerability but on how to bolster it into a strength not allowing yourself to tip over to the other side of this is never going to improve this is never going to get better i'm too screwed up i'm too far gone this must be my fate this must be must be my destiny this must be god's will for my life <laughs> he gave you a free will to make choices and also to determine your fate but he also instilled in you just tremendous gifts. And when you step back into your power and begin to operate in your gifts, whatever they are, it could be your talents, singing, dancing, cooking, art, writing. Maybe your gifts are in business. Maybe your gifts are in homemaking. Maybe your gifts are, you make the best chocolate chip cookies on the face of the planet. Maybe your gifts are organization. Maybe your gifts are, you know how to detail a car like nobody's business. Okay, your gifts were given to you. Nobody's gift is any more important than anybody else's. There's a place for every single person. Not everybody is meant to be in the main limelight. I mean, if you look at somebody like Frank Sinatra, Beyonce, okay, like in their gifts, way in the public. I know those two are like two of my favorite singers of all time, (laughs) first examples, but even Elvis Presley you know, any movie star, some of the biggest business moguls, like they're way, way, way in the limelight. And I, and today now I think it's just multiplied because of social media and you know, everything is, there's just so much going on that it can make you also feel like, shoot, (laughs) I'm nobody. This measly little gift over here, everybody started someplace. when you continuously push the button of what I don't have or whatever the pain point in your wound is, you're not going to allow it to heal. You've got to take that step back. Okay, don a different hat and then take a step up onto the next stair and look down. Okay, is it really like I thought that it was? Okay, but it's the decision for you to actually move forward. And that's where the healing can actually begin. So when you coach with us, whether you're coming out of nasty divorce or coming out of bad situation or whatever, we take on the, the deal from the get-go that growth is the expectation. We assist you in identifying when you're wearing your cement shoes. <laughs> Those things, they cause you, if you were in a, in a body of water, you had cement shoes on, they'll cause you to sink. They'll cause you to drown. We teach you how to identify those and actually take them off. Right now I have the image of Michael Jordan and, and the Nikes. Gotta be the shoes. <laughs> In my Braille. Like we we train you how to put Nikes on your feet so that you can fly, you can jump by and grow leaps and bounds. <laughs> I know it sounds too good to be true, but that was honestly... The intention of the coaching program that, gosh, was designed many, many years ago, and the continual intention of our coaching and training academy. Nothing, this is from my heart, nothing hurts me more than seeing people with tremendous potential not step up and maximize their gifts. I, I believe it is a, it is an expectation. And when you see somebody who's operating in their gift, they're on fire. You can see it. it it's almost as if they step into a different persona. It's just like coming out of them. And it's incredible. And when you make the decision that where you are no longer serves you, The expectation is growth, not continual touching of a wound. And so, when you coach and train with us, we're aware of the wound. We assist you, if this is a rebuild phase, in tracking your attention to where it is you want to go next. Not mere survival tactics, but thrival tactics. It's called the goals program. Over a series of 8 to 12 weeks, depending on the individual, we put together a comprehensive, it's a step-up plan, really, where we leverage the power of nutrition. Because again, the body heals from the inside out Nutrition weighs heavily on your ability to think clearly, to make powerful decisions, to have energy, to do the stuff that you have to do to achieve your goals. So what we tend to do, not what we tend to do, what we actually do is we build a, sc- a side-by-side program. We assist you in building a strong, powerful nutritional program alongside the habits of perseverance, accountability, grit, determination as you move closer and closer towards your goals in all areas of your life if that would be of interest to you any of the individuals that you help professionally people on your team people that you're responsible for please 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 contact us directly you can go straight to our website it's transformationgoal.org the contact us button is in the top right hand corner of the screen Every single one of those contact us forums comes across my desk. And then either myself or somebody from my team will contact you within 24 hours. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. This has been Nicole DeVincenis for the Transformation Gold Coaching and Training Academy. You can find us up on Instagram at Transformation Gold, as well as my personal coaching page, which is at Chick 911 Thank you again for joining us, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Make it a great day.